what a rarity it is to find a movie that captivates you in so many different ways, almost drawing you to feel something as a person struggling in this world, all of us wishing we had some kind of powers, but also forgetting the struggles that each individual, even those who seem to be stronger than most, go through, because like us, they also live. Encanto was a amazing introduction to a new world, a new perspective on magic, a new love and passion for one's journey, one's ideal self. Thank you for listening in. This is uh, Megan and I's conversation about Encanto and our takes on the movie. If you've listened this far, share, comment. What was your thoughts on the movie? Did you cry at the end? <laughs> Don't lie. It was a moving movie. It was an emotional roller coaster, and I was grateful to have been able to watch. Definitely an A+. But I mean, like, that was, I mean, you consider everything that you and I have been talking about, about growth, about just communication, like, you take everything you and I have been talking about, and it all stems from a lot of that, and our upbringing, and our childhood, and, like, the things that we suffered through, and the people that were, you know, and it's like, (laughs) you you only get the rarity of a movie that has a way of encompassing those things and does it in an amazing way that was a beautiful story and by damn it if I if I wasn't cursing at the end of that when they put the door and the door had her and the front and everybody behind cursing like that, we both like, were crying to <laughs> be real <laughs> oh, we they, both were tearing up man they tried to they tried to put that in the, that was the finisher for him and that was but that was well that was well delivered like that was just an amazing finish. Mm-hmm. It was an amazing finish. It was. And it was hard. It was hard to feel that because I, I, that was like there was no way I wasn't feeling it. I felt mm-hmm. it. <laughs> there was no way. You got to be cold-hearted snake to not feel that shit. I mean, that was real. Like, mm-hmm. wow. I, I get where you're coming from with that statement. I also can see a different. Well, I'm not saying. Because for me in that moment, when when I first watched this with with Cam, um, it was more so emotional because I currently feel like I have a lack of that family support 
Sure. Sure. And to see them all standing there, like, yeah, go you, you can do, you know, yeah. you're the reason why we built the house. Yeah, uh, yeah spoilers, what, but to whatever. <laughs> the whole the whole point of having the family backing her. Yeah. That's what made me emotional. Yeah. Because it feels like that's not a thing for my family. Right, that resonates with you a lot. In a very different way. Yeah. So it's not. Yeah. I think you, you're right. I think the best part about this movie is it was done so well that it resonated with a lot of different kinds of people. I mean, as she's going down the list, you're hearing like these conversations about self reflection and a lot of them about the flaws that we feel we have that hold us back from being our full potential right being ourselves and yeah, the yeah. best self that we can be right and it's all right and that's what she wanted and and what the abuelo wanted you know yeah oh my god hearing the, my, the, hearing the, the grandmother's story the, that's what it was you know what the, oh. the abuelo's perception to the to the town like that I, and I think that's what I was trying to touch on the other day yeah. um talking about the ex aunt who owns the bar you know this this perceived image of perfect yeah. and that was a flaw to it and we don't talk about it yeah you know yeah. like Bruno <laughs> that was great I didn't recognize John Leguizamo um, I didn't recognize John Leguizamo like that was crazy his voice was not familiar right off the bat I thought it was somebody completely different but then you listen well, but, right? <laughs> but then you listen to it and you're like wow you know because then it, it to not have a familiar voice mm-hmm. even though you have a familiar voice like mm-hmm. any other time you hear him I'm like oh I know who that is but to not be able to catch that was pretty cool but, but yeah it's like the grandmother's story man like that you know it it related in a way because it reminded me of the conversations me and my grandmother had mm. I wish I Oh <laughs> like if I look back at anybody I wish I could have ever it would have been a, it won't dude it, it shh. there is a woman I had shared and I can't remember her name but she was a famous fucking model black woman um I believe it was modeling I'm not sure if it was modeling just maybe it was business like she had okay. She was very, very, in, I think in, in the fashion world, she was a part of it, like, in okay. crazy, right? Anyway, she was talking about compromise, compromising for a man. And, oh, her laugh. Oh, her laugh. When I hear my grandmother laugh, when I remember about my grandmother's laugh, it was just a beautiful laugh. When she was really genuinely laughing, she had a beautiful laugh, a strong laugh. And it was amazing because I heard this woman talk about this with such conviction and her laugh reminded me of my grandmother's laugh. And I was like, holy fuck. Like, yo, yo. You know, my grandmother had her struggles. We all do. And I think that if anything, that's what I remember most about her was the, the growing into seeing the flaws that my grandmother had and both of us seeing them 
because I think there were times that her and I clashed where she recognized the first time I got hit by my grandmother. Um, we were fighting about what side of the bed the, the hem went on. Right. So that seems so little. Here, here I am. No, Grandma, that hem goes on the bottom. It goes on the bottom. See, because I have big feet. The big space, it goes on the bottom. She thought I was fucking with her. <laughs> and I mean, no, like I, and when I say that, I realize kids, they don't know. Kids don't know any better. They don't in the way we think that because we think like they are another adult who should know better. They don't know better because they either haven't been taught or have never seen it. So when you look at a child and the way they describe something or express something, they're expressing it as bare as possible because that's how they perceive it. But it's easy to think that you know what the fuck you're, you know you little shit, you know what the fuck you're doing. Right? And it's not the case, but because we perceive it that way. So here I am talking about no, grandma, because I genuinely was like, but my feet are bigger than my head. <laughs> I mean, I felt that way at the time. But I'm like, my feet are the biggest part. Why wouldn't it be down at the bottom? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she fucking, she swung at me. She swung at me. She swung at me and I dodged it, bro. Like I straight, boom, <laughs> I dodged that shit. <laughs> and I was so happy and she looked at me and she said let me hit you let me hit you and yeah I <laughs> let her hit me cause it was my grandmother and I loved her oh I fucking loved her but man if we didn't get at each other on some shit but that I think that's what it was it was like as I got older I realized the things that she was seeing and the things that she was confronting she was the first person in my family, she was, there was a time when her and I were driving from where I lived with my mom to live and go and visit and spend time with her, right? And we were driving in the Pontiac Grand Prix and she was driving at the one time we were driving down the highway and I was like, man, this is fast. This is a really, really well. She was driving like 80, I think, freeway. I think the speed limit was 80. It was either that or 75. Mm -hmm. Anyway. I start talking about speeding and going faster and I was like that does this go really fast and she pushed it to like 90 95 oh wow and she was already what like 50 something I think <laughs> somewhere around there I don't I don't remember but like she was already you know mm-hmm. and I'm like wow yeah that was the first time like experiencing that with her and I just remember it because she it was it was one of those moments I also remember not not uh, making the toilet and shit in my pants <laughs> it was, I have heard that story. Yeah, it was great. It was great, but it was I remember that as well. But you know, getting older, all the things that my grandmother used to do. Mm-hmm. You know, there was there were shit moments that sure. I know of that I recognized that I was aware of the things that I saw growing up. But you know, the beginning part, the end part, a lot of the parts in between were beautiful and left their mark on me and that I think was a big part was it was like you know I may never know the level of realization my grandmother had she knows that I know about the situation and struggle she was going through mm-hmm. I was proud of the fact that she was 
able to live. I can say that I'm just realizing it now. I'm proud of the things that she was able to accomplish living in the atmosphere that she lived in at the time. I don't know my grandfather's plight. I don't know his struggle. Other than he was a white man at the time. And at the time, white men in his status or, you know what I mean, they were doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were doing pretty good. You were able to go to Mexico and get a woman who didn't know shit about shit from Mexico and bring, and marry her and bring her to America mm-hmm. and, you know, have a housewife like that. Bravo, brother, bravo. <laughs> but, but she became something. And that was the crazy part, you know. That was the crazy part. My grandfather's a good, good man, you know. I don't, again, I can only, we can only reflect on the things that we've done. I have shit in my life that I've done that I can reflect on and have to look back at and say, shit, man, you know. But it's like, what would that have looked like had my grandmother been here? Had I been able to talk to her about it? Had we been able to really dive into it? My grandmother mm-hmm. didn't like black people because she was hit and robbed by a black man. Mm-hmm. I can't hate her for that. I can't be angry at her for that. She had been a black grandson and felt the way she felt about it. Probably influenced by my grandfather at the time as well. And that life of status, I don't know what that is. Running with them, trying to keep up with the Joneses. Right. right, but think about like the era that they grew up in. Yeah. You know, like that's exactly what it was. Yeah. Yeah. And the whole, you know, the relationship dynamics that happened, like, like the Leave It to Beaver scene, you know, like the Picture Perfect family, and then. The bullshit that happened at like the Leave It to Beaver family was outside of the home. Mm. Oh my gosh, we're great, it's good. But at home, I've never really watched Leave It to Beaver. So I don't remember Leave It to Beaver, Leave It to Beaver, because I didn't really watch that. Okay, I never had the That's fair. I'm familiar with it. The idea of the picturesque you know, family you know, is, is what it is. I'm familiar because one of the actors, the kind of quirky fella, mm-hmm. um, he's one of the sheriffs, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. One of the, yeah, that guy. He, I'm familiar with him because of some of the work he's done. But yeah, it's anyway, quirky fella. Yeah, this it is a. Um, It's interesting looking at that movie and not feeling <laughs> anything. <laughs> right. It's, uh, say it'd be hard not to feel anything and, you know, being able to just feel. Like, there's a lot to that. There is. There's a lot to it. There's a lot of considerations, reflections, the importance of it. Mm-hmm. That fucking magic that we, that we know exists. <clears throat> like, we know that we have the ability to make everybody feel great about themselves. We know that we can do that. And yet, hmm, all we're trying to do is feel great for ourselves. 
which is great. You can do that. But damn, if I don't feel my best when I'm able to at least recognize and take action on moments that arise when it's not about me. Somebody needs a mirror. Somebody needs a moment. Somebody needs a safe space. Somebody needs something. And usually you can tell because weirdly enough these moments align really well and you know there's the by design but you can feel it most of the time it's different but I feel like that's what that it's very interesting how they capsulated that and again well fucking written (laughs) well written well done songs <laughs> yep. Yep. It was interesting. I could tell the scheme. It was I was like there's some Eminem. There's some there's some, there's some, <laughs> there's some uh what a s- syllable play. There's some weird just run on run ons. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of um slam poetry but more of um, Oh okay. More like King of the Dot you know, battle style poetry. <laughs> which was funny. Battle style. Well, <laughs> battle, yeah, battle, battle freestyle. Mm-hmm. I mean, most of it is written down. You just have a bunch of different bars you've written. Yeah. It's like no, I hear you. comedy material. Yeah, and I <laughs> I thought of that the first time that I watched it. I was like, that is different Disney music. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was too. But, but then watching the end credits and you know, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty wild. Connecting that to Hamilton. <laughs> and not that I've seen Hamilton, but I do know most of the Hamilton songs are more relatable to today. They're that upbeat kind of rap. Um, death from dictation. Well, there was well, um, well-written, enunciated, the cadence. Yeah. The style that yeah. they were delivering in. It was pretty wild. <laughs> well, there's not dictation though, because it was written. Um, no, it was, it was awesome. It was. It was really cool. I don't know if it would have been the same if it was like the princess movie music per se, like very long, drawn out. Yes, and I think we talked about that at the beginning of the. The opening song didn't seem wasted because they used an opportunity that felt natural mm. in a weird way. You know, this girl showing up, waking up in the morning after her story had been told, mm-hmm. and she's getting ready, and then all of a sudden people are outside of her fucking window, <laughs> like, hey, what's up? Good morning. Mm-hmm. Tell us about this thing. And then then she starts telling him about it. And it's clever it's cl- it's very well introduced and i thought that i was like okay well that sets the tone so this is, if this is how it's going to be then that's cool because then it's not right. wasted definitely reminded me of like Kidding. musicals <laughs> generally musicals um i'm just singing for nothing monty python well there's that I'm just, I'm just generally though <laughs> thinking of like rent yeah um and again sorry i haven't seen hamilton but like rent like Part of the story is through the song. 
know? <laughs> well, where is it? P- perhaps not. Camelot is a silly place. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, no, it was, um, it was, it was great. It was great. It was well delivered. I liked the music. It was well placed. The concepts, the, the, um, the, the plots, the many layers, the, the levels. It was awesome. It was really cool. I thought the funny part was when <laughs> she's holding on and he catches her, and then they fall in, and then she's got him, and then a, a fucking rat pops up and she drops him instantly, and they make it look like he falls down the hole, <laughs> and then he pops up, and you're like, ah, oh. <laughs> it's only a few feet. That was great. That was great. That was clever. That was that was a clever moment to utilize, and I think that that's I've come to appreciate those. <laughs> I've come to appreciate them. It was Disney? I can't kill people like that. No. <laughs> right, but that's the thing. Like Disney is about fantasy, wholesome fantasy, in a way that is encouraging, empowering, mm-hmm. and you know just purpose building perhaps maybe that's what I don't know I don't know if that's their mission statement but I'm, I'm speculating anyway how do you do that in a way that is that is still comedic because you want to they in a sense well they've probably already done it they do it comedically so they do those things comedically Sure, it was a great comedic relief from... Yes, the a, tension. A tense moment. <laughs> right. So. That was it. They were running through the halls. She was... This great moment <laughs> dropping. You thought she was going to fall down this fucking hole. He saves her. You have this little tumble. He drops. And then, nope, just kidding. It was only this whole time. <laughs> that was great. That was great. It was great. It was great. So my thoughts on it I'm giving an honest answer I want to say like an 8.5 9 wow yeah yeah because uh, there's always room there's always room it was good I felt like some of the songs went on a little longer than they needed to but that's besides the point because that was like the smallest part because there were some room like Damn, dude, really? All right. You're just throwing that at us now. <laughs> just getting death by di- death, death by dictation. That's... Yes, yeah. <laughs> at one point, I was like, oh, it's like Twister. <laughs> oh, if you don't know Twister, then, yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I thought you meant Twister like a tornado. No, Twister like Twister adrenaline rush. <laughs> Twister. <laughs> Adrenaline. Adrenaline rush. <laughs> the sudden rapid increase in hormonal secretions. <laughs> oh, man. Yo, anyway. Well, now it's gone PG-13. Anyway. Well, no, I mean, unless you know, you, if you know, you know. That's all I'm saying. That's crazy. <laughs> that scene you're talking about, like, good entrances. That's fucking brilliant. 
There it is. That's homage right there. That's all I got to say. Well, it, storytelling. You look at, like, go back to hip-hop. And, yeah. and you think about all of the albums that started, you know, Wu-Tang, Twist'em, um, Eminem coming up when he started with some of his, you know what I mean, like, real story. Stan, that's where you got Stan, you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. got some of these artists that... Some of these groups that came up, or artists that came up with stories in their albums. I mean, fuck, it went back to uh, uh, Blue Oyster Cult, which I found out they were a different name before I heard Blue Oyster Cult. Right. But it's like, you have these stories. Yeah. And really well conveyed and laid out, you know, narratives. Yeah. With everything encompassing the music, you know, the lyrics, everything, that all of that. Yes, yes. So, do you remember that show we used to watch on Netflix called Explain? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, it's a great show, and I threw it on the other day because it's mm-hmm. a new episode, mm-hmm. so... Are you okay? No. <laughs> I was trying to sing a song, I couldn't remember it. Um, but it was an episode about country music. And being on a current country music vibe, um, I was like... Let's see what this is about. <laughs> um, but it talks. <coughs> there's a lo- there's a lot in a short time, but yeah. it makes the connection of how country music and hip hop are not so far off in a sense that OG hip hop mm-hmm. and country. OG country yeah. are both telling stories. There's just different beats to them. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, I'd, and I, you take the ones that did the due diligence of putting together that story mm-hmm. and you see the ones that we look at as saying legends, mm. so to speak, in the yeah. sense of like the time taken to put in the effort to give that kind of conveyance with all of that, you know, like, overwording, all of that, saying just, like, you, the time it takes to put something that, and you feel it so much that you make it into... Yeah. Encanto. Enchantment. It was, was one. It was one of the books. Because it was like Coco. Coco was awesome. Mm. That was a good movie, too. But we're not talking about Coco, so... No. Our next one is Luca, so... Yes. be a fun one for you. <sighs> it, I I wouldn't. Luca is a good one. It's definitely has more of an upbeat. Yeah. Um. It is emotional, but I I would not say on the level. Okay, so I will say this then. Before you go into trying to do an Encanto to Disney, you sometimes overzealous bastards. Whoa! Hey, no name for name. <laughs> you still have some things to consider <laughs> why would you want to make a new one and if you do is there a story that you can convey in the same way in which you have done this one would it be worthy I really don't think they need to make another one agreed I don't think you would need to continue this story like this this one's really pretty wouldn't. solid on its own because it's <laughs> the only reason why I say it why because then the only thing would be revenge <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
but it, it, think of the idea of revenge, right? And then you can make it a redemptive story and figure out, because I was left at the end of Encanto trying to figure out whether or not the grandmother was really responsible for creating the miracle because it made it seem as if she went all like Scarlet Witch and was like, uh, Pleasantville, <laughs> right here, this is my universe, this is my space, get the fuck out, everybody else. Sure. Because she even says, I have not been here in ages, or at least whatever she says. Yeah, she, she hadn't paraphrase. gone to the river because that's where her husband died. But before she even could, the entirety of the place was covered. When you notice part of the a part of the uh, the message that the that Bruno was given mm-hmm. was that there was a crack in the mountain because yeah. you, you saw that in some of the like yeah. and the mountain split in half. Yes, because... but that was what they walked through to get to the river. Because you watch her go through it, she goes through the crack in the mountain. Yes, and how is it that the grandmother knew where she'd be if it wasn't the spot? And so it was like ah, oh, okay, the grandmother. Has baggage. Yeah. Encanto 2, Encanto 2, yeah. would be about whether or not the grandmother was, because was the grandmother responsible for making it? Because she's the one who out of, ah, she's on the ground, and then all of a sudden the miracle happens. Was it her who set that in motion? Or did that? Mm, I see what you're saying. Because it, it, they weren't clear about that. I don't think if they were trying to convey it as if that's when the miracle happened, the way they conveyed it left it oh, very open in regarding to the grandmother having been the one who set that in motion, as if she had magical power. She even says, I wanted to be a different woman. She, I mean, she talks about as if she had been some kind of woman before, and then all of a sudden she's like, eh, I want to change and be something different. And we only watch her coming into the world as a young, as a a young adult woman in a way right, right? Yep. and so when she's getting married and it's like well what is it then that she came from was it a right. was it a um a black widow you know red room kind of like was she wow. a was she wow, a, look at all these movies was she matches. a witch that was like well i'm just saying if you're gonna do it you could do it that way sure sure so in Disney, a sense, i want saying, i want to cut if i she, ever see it in kanto wow. too and it goes that way you already know unless you well yeah anyway We've had this written up before Encanto 1 was created. Anyway, I'm going to try and pen it. <laughs> Just kidding. It's not real. Okay. Um, yeah, I thought that would be pretty... I, that's where I was left with, so I don't know if it was a real thing, but I know that the spot, I know that the spot seemed to be highly significant in at least the story of the grandmother, which made that moment significant. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the idea of making a second one, if you could make a second one, you could make it off of the, what happened there? Like, why is it, why did those people come through and start ravaged, ravaging your spot? What was, what was that about? What happened to that town? What kind of town were they living in before? Because they show us some of that life. Yeah. So you're kind of left with like, well, where was, it? Where was that? Right. It was pretty vague backstory for Granny. Hmm. So you could do a prologue then for Granny. So you'd make a movie that was like before Granny. Yeah. <laughs> so you could do a Canto too. Anyway. I hear you. I'm going to leave that 
I made four episodes about the street Colfax just by saying some weird strange shit on the next Colfax. And I was just coming up with weird scenarios and that was what I would finish it with. And I was like on episode four, I think. Mm-hmm. It was pretty funny. <laughs> it was pretty funny. We could do that with Encanto anyway. So you liked it too. Well, this is your second time watching it. And you mentioned Yeah, but I liked it better this time. Why would you say that? Well, I think because I got to watch it start to finish last time, I couldn't. Uh, um, last time we had to take a break in there, and was also trying to get like a four-year-old to take a nap, <laughs> while also trying to watch the show. Mm. Weren't as into it as you wanted to be. Uh, yes. It's fair. Yeah. There was also like, I don't know, an hour and a half between, maybe two. Yeah. Between when I had to stop and start it up again, so it was yeah, it was seamed seamless watching, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, no, I imagine that would make a difference too, being able to like really build into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good storytelling all around. Well, thank you for letting me share. I feel like the ability to express in cinema the experiences we go through at least something that can relate to somebody's experience of life. Absolutely. I think it's always worth expressing and talking about and then sharing with because I guess that's really the only way we can express it and maybe show that it's real because if we're thinking about it and we can create it. Right, if you can make a personal connection to it, whatever that may be, it almost guarantees that someone else is making some sort of connection to it as well. And we all just want to feel connected in the end. Especially when it's a real human experience. Right. Mm. We just want to feel real. Be a part of... Thank you for sharing, and thank, well, thank you for sharing. And I appreciate those who are listening thus far in this crazy adventure that is in time. What we call the emotional enchantment of life go. itself is pretty amazing, and that is how it is. So, thank you for joining us. Thank you for being present. I hope you have a wonderful day.